Ain't my theme music fire. Sound like Dr. Dre made it for me personally. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Thin Line Between Sports and Hate, and I'm your host, Charlie Brown. Before we get started, talking about this NBA preseason, let me introduce you to our two sponsors. We got Substance Understore Custom Cakes. You can find them on Instagram. Awesome Cakes to your liking. They deliver within the tri-state area. Make sure you use Charlie Brown as promotion code to get 10% off because you're going to want to order another batch. I'm telling you that right now. And our second sponsor is Supreme Sheet Metal. They make custom t-shirts for the working construction men like myself. I do HVAC and they have t-shirts for all trades. Make sure you definitely get yours ordered and designed to whatever you want. You can have it say, listen, don't touch my tools, they mine, whatever corny crap you want. Or you just have some cool pre-made t-shirts that they got and they have them put some cool cliches on there. But let's get back to this NBA preseason talks is what I wanted to get into. And I'm just jump right into the first game that everybody want to talk about. And that's the Lakers. They played the Denver Nuggets. Hell of a game. I got to say, for everybody who was saying, oh, the Lakers are going to finish third and top and all this, rah, rah, you guys are halfway right. Or watch that game. Very entertaining game. You can feel the energy. As soon as they came out, alley you to JaVale McGee. LeBron James hits a deep three-pointer. Swish. Rondo is passing the ball. Lance Stevenson is playing like Lance Stevenson. The jump shot was actually looking very good. Alonzo Ball, nowhere to be found. Interesting. Very interesting. Brandon Ingram played great. Every year it looks like that boy is getting better and better. And the way he uses his length, he's not explosive as where he's going to come and jump out the gym on you, but you don't need to where when you're 6'10", and your wingspan is the Twin Towers. You don't need to. Just a little... If go-go gadget arm and it's in the rim, don't. They played great. I have to say that. Only question is their bench. Who's going to start and who's going to come off the bench? And I mean a point guard. Yes, they have Josh Hart, but as you can see, he's going to—he's a shooter. He's a two-guard trapped in the point guard's body. And um, they had him and Rondo play. Now, I know the lineup is going to get shuffled a few times. Not that much. We know LeBron is going to start. We know Ingram is going to start. There's a chance Kuzma can come off the bench. I highly doubt that. But they they may want some more offense off the bench. I think they need to spread the rock more. Especially when you don't have shooters coming off the bench. Beasley and Stevenson are not consistent three-point bombers. And playing against a team like Golden State, you're going to need shooting. I think their defense will be good. Uh, definitely need to. They need a a backup big. I think Javale McGee days as being a starting center is over. That ended in Washington. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting season to see where they're going to become trade deadline or, or after after All Star break when every team is making that push, that March and April push. That's when things are going to really get interesting. So I, my, my, I would say they'll probably do really good in the beginning of the season. The teams figure them out. You know, um, also, we never know if they're going to have any injuries. That's the team that is not, that is not deep. 
So if you have an injury to one of your point guards and Josh Hart has to start, as um, he has to be a backup, your bench is going to look depleted. And it's not going to have a ball movement and somebody's going to have to play more minutes. I think at this stage in his career, LeBron is not trying to, not saying he's, he doesn't want to play to win. I don't think he wants to kill himself 48 minutes a night. He's trying to preserve himself for the best for the time, and that's the playoffs. That's when he needs to preserve himself. Now, as a fan of the game, like I said, excited on both ends. But let's not forget Denver because they played a hell of a game. Paul Millsap, Will Barton, Murray. These guys look great. They played good, too. And they kept up with them. So I would like to see. I, I can't wait till preseason is actually over. Because I want to see these guys play. Play their 32 minutes. Play their 40 minutes or whatever the coach has them play. I want to see them play more than just a quarter collectively. It's just a tease. <laughs> you know. You. I want to see how are they going to do with adversity. But I'm telling you right now. No hate. They look good. Another good game that everybody was looking forward to watching, and that was um, the Boston Celtics. Kyrie back, y'all. Oh, yeah. Uncle Drew's back. And they played the Hornets. Before I even get into this game some more, you know, when that person has had that certain type of hairstyle or facial hair, for a long, long time, and you just know that you know them by that look. And they just let's say they had dreadlocks, they just cut it off, come come to work, bald, clean shave. <coughs> Excuse me, you're like, who is this person? Who that? That's the new guy. That's the new chick. Who is that? That's how I felt watching Tony Parker in a Hornets jersey. I said, who is this? Who's this guy? Who they picked him up? They called this guy from G League? Gatorade call him? Oh, who created his 2K player? Couldn't believe it. And he just looked so unhappy like, I don't got pop. But you know what, Tony? You got paid. And there are some players out there who can still ball and don't have a job. But you do. Kudos to you. Collect that check. Keep moving. To the Boston Celtics. Most dangerous team on the East Coast. I told everybody last year, I said they are the East Coast going to stay once Kyrie and Haywood come back. Even just Kyrie. Like Golden State, they drafted their talent in Tatum, Rozier, and Brown. And acquired one one of the top NBA players in Kyrie Irving. And got and they got a little extra on the sauce. They picked up Gordon Haywood. Besides, the East goes, you already know they're number one. That number two spot, a lot of people say Philadelphia. They also played Melbourne United. I didn't watch too much of that game. I watched more highlights after the first quarter. I just said these guys at Melbourne United are terrible. I've seen JV varsity teams play with more heart, more talent. It was was just terrible. Terrible. I'm not into these NBA players playing foreign players. I know it does well for the league, but as an NBA fan, I want to see team versus team. 
I want to see what what depth does the other team have. You know, in preseason, that's when they're going, hey, you, you get out there. Let me see what you do. Hey, you, you got, oh, you can shoot. Other teams pick other players up from other teams and say, you know what, we can use you. That's not going to happen in this scenario. Because if, if, if that was to happen, Dallas Mavericks versus the Beijing Ducks, that kid Justin Hamilton, who was drafted by Philly in 2012, dropped 29 points. Big man that can shoot, and let me tell you right now, he can use a call-up. Definitely coming off the bench. Definitely coming off the bench. Definitely. But coming back to Boston Celtics, they're going to be number one. I got Philly number two. My number three spot, I'm actually stuck between Milwaukee and the Toronto Raptors. I watched that game. And you guys heard me on my previous podcast saying, I don't know how Kawhi is going to do out of the system. But then again, I also said, you know what? Being out of the system too, he might just like, <laughs> I can break free now. You know, when Goku took off the weighted clothes, my power levels just rose. And now I can hit Super Saiyan level, <laughs> you know. And um, he went off. I liked, I liked how he played. Showed you he, he can still shoot. I don't see nothing wrong with that knee. Toronto is very long, athletic. Don't have the shooters most teams have, but they have defense. And there's their stack very similar to the Milwaukee Bucks and being long, athletic. And they have Giannis. They have Kawhi. Who do you like to pin? <laughs> that, that's why I would like to. And that's gonna be the. That's my question. Just send me some some answers. I want to know who do you like better, Kawhi Leonard or Giannis Antetokounmpo? And and don't say like, oh, there's this no debate. Listen, Giannis is no slouch. Plays defense as well, and can put up the points. So and is athletic. So he is no slouch. Tell me who do you like better. Yeah, put put that on the pole, Diamo. <laughs> that's what my man Dead Levitar says. It's funny as hell to me. But seriously, that's my question. You can send me those those messages at the end of this podcast. They will tell you how to do it. You can send me voice messages. Let me know who you like better, Giannis, Atatikimbo, or eh, <laughs> Kawhi Leonard. Let me know who you like better. And so far, the NBA preseason has been very interesting, entertaining. I'm just happy that the season is here finally. I really am so happy because before that you're watching Big Three, YouTube Classics, um, these Rico Hines runs. Um, you, you're watching everything just to have basketball on your plate. And now we actually got some substance. Ha, like that substance. We actually have that. We actually have real basketball now. And NBA preseason, you know, is gonna be for a few weeks, and they're right around the corner. NBA season, folks. And don't get don't be sad and get depressed if your team is not doing so well in the first quarter. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm used to that. I mean, think, <laughs> shit happens. What you should look forward to, like I said, after trade deadline, look forward to that push where teams start going on fire and teams start to decline. You can start to see who has the endurance and who doesn't. Who's who want to sneak up and take that spot? It's going to be very good. On our next segment, folks, we're going to talk about boxing. Our next episode is going to be dedicated to boxing. 
We got a lot to talk about. HBO dropped in boxing. Uh, could it be because of Jim Lampley and Larry Merchant's bias and racist comments? Most people say, yeah. If you check it out on Dante's Boxing Nation, you can check them out on YouTube. They talk in depth about it more with um, Jim Lampley and uh, Larry, Merchant's, Larry Merchant's bias. And um, a lot of people say uh, they were bringing down the boxing matches. We're going to talk about Abel Sanchez being fired from the Triple G camp. BJ Saunders, title taken away. PEDs. He will not be fighting Andre this weekend. Sad. So sad. Cheating gets you nowhere. Just ask Roger Clemens and Lance Armstrong. They'll tell you that. Cheating gets you nowhere. Eventually you get caught. That's why Jose Cancinco just said, okay, I did it. And I'm going to write a book about it so y'all can just leave me alone. Enjoy the rest of the NBA preseason. I'm going to holler at you guys as soon as some more games round up or if I hear any more news. But definitely look forward to the boxing podcast on Wednesday night and Friday night, NBA preseason part two. You guys have a blessed one. And don't be stressed. Let that soul glow shine through. And I'm your host, Charlie Brown. And I'm out. Oh, and I forgot one more thing. Kevin Knox for Rookie of the Year. Holler at me, New York.